Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of Practically Spiritual, the podcast. I am so excited to bring this next guest on. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting the amazing Patrick Salmon uh, about 12 months ago. So um, Patrick is a, a New Zealand radio host, a community leader, and um, the creator of Kai Rua. So welcome, Patrick. Hi. Hi. I'm so (laughs) excited to have you on here. Thank you so much. Hey, it's such a pleasure to be here today. So, so good. So before we get get into our combo, would you be able to just maybe share a little bit about yourself and the community that you've created? Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, um, I'll just start off with um, my pepeha or my um, genealogy. It's kind of just plants a seed of where I'm from um, in my own mother language, which is te reo Māori. So, um, ko puta wa ki te maunga, ko rangitaki te awa, ko matatsua te waka, ko Ngātiawa tōku iwi, uh, ko Patrick Salmon tōku ingwa. So, my mountain is Putawaki, my river is Rangitaki. And it's the river that has sustained generations and generations of my family and my tribe. Um, I'm, my tribe is Natiawa, which is in the eastern Bay of Plenty in New Zealand. And it's beautiful, well-known for its wonderful beaches and rivers that you can swim in everywhere. Um, we have great seafood and great uh, food, like hunting and, and stuff like that. So that's where I'm from. And my name's Pat. Um, I live here in Hamilton at the moment, and I work uh, over at Te Reo Irirangi o Tainui, or which is the tribal radio station. So I work in iwi broadcasting, and um, I'm, I'm a huge supporter of our language and stuff like that, but also our protocols and, and our culture. Um, I also own a business called Kairua, which uh, translates its two words, kai, which means to nourish or to feed. And Rua is the number two, which represents the duality within um, the passion and purpose that we all have. So it's around nourishing and feeding the passion and purpose of others. So that's basically what Kairua is. And we're 42,000 members strong. Uh, global movement of positive change is what we're about. And yeah, it's such, um, it's such an honor to be here today with you, Jess. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for, sh- for sharing that and just I just feel you so much um, feel <laughs> you so much and I think what you've created um, is really a reflection of of yourself you know you really are so authentic and all about uh, community and connection and helping everybody rise like like rising up together 
It, it really is about that. There's a saying that was said to me as a child, which was "Naku te raro, no te raro, kia ora ai te iwi. And what that means is with my basket and your basket, the people will flourish. Um, it's a well-known whakatauki or proverb uh, that um, has been you know, instilled in, in us growing up as children. But we would always be told that naku te raro, no te raro, kia ora ai te iwi. So it was never about an, an individual, but more so about the collective. And if your friend or your buddy is doing well with you there, with your support, then you're doing well as well. Mm. So, yeah, that kind of thing has always been, I suppose, um, an anchor in my life where you know, um, materialistic things. And when you realise, and especially with success, like I, I can do it on my own. I built this on my own. And yeah, with our culture. BS. Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, do it alone and stuff like that. But with our culture, what I've learnt is that um, success doesn't matter if you're alone. It always, you know, who are you being successful for? Or is success a collaborative, uh, you know, um, thing? Is it something that's celebrated together? Or do you celebrate success on your own by yourself? And so this kind of thing has always made me, it made me start thinking about, you know, doing it on my own. And, but really, I found that we, we can't do crap on our own. Uh, no. we, we actually need the support of others. And Greatness comes from what other people speak of you uh, instead mm. of you speaking it of yourself. So I found that to be yes. real, real interesting. Yes, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, I was recently, um, I was at a workshop on the weekend and um, uh-huh. one of the things that came up, um, it, it was really cool actually. It was called Pitch and it was about co-creating these things called Pitch Relationships, which is where you co-collaborate with others but you're totally okay with them saying no or yes but let's do this instead or or whatever it is but uh, one of one of the things that was brought up was about being a lone wolf Um, Uh and success is just not possible if you're a lone wolf and if we're really you know the, the purpose of this podcast is and my personal mission is to create change like collective change through conversation and the only way we can do that is by supporting each other and exactly. celebrating each other as well, you know, letting yes. go of like, letting go of like, oh, I wish, I, but I wish I could do that or. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's just like, yes, like, yes, I celebrate you. I honor your, your gifts, your skills. Um, and there's, a, there's enough abundance out there for everybody. I think that that is something real key to for everyone to understand is that there is enough to go around. And mm. I think a lot of people feel like it's running out or there's not enough. Yes. When, you know, not realizing that um, if you help me, that helps you too. You can have two mm. poor people sitting in a den together. This is kind of an analogy, I think. You can have two poor people sitting down in a den one has an idea and decides, oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this, the best song in the world. It's going to be absolutely amazing and it's going to change our lives. The other person 
and that person tells the other one. We'll, we'll call that person with the song um, person. We'll, we'll call them Tammy. And <laughs> Tammy has this amazing idea and uh, shares, um, shares his idea with, uh, let's call the other guy, Hemi. So Tammy has this great idea. He shares his idea of writing this amazing song that's going to change their lives. They're going to go and tour the world and all of this. He shares his idea with Hemi. And Hemi has two options. He can either accept it and support or he can discard it. And if he chooses, oh, you know, oh, nah, that's, that's the dumbest song I've ever heard. Uh, and that's what Hemi says. Tammy will be disheartened and be like, oh, yeah, it probably is a dumb dumb song both of them stay down in the den if Hemi was to say wow I so believe in you bro let's do this mm. they've now empowered two people from one idea and can start moving and I think you know success is a lot like that it is about how you can um it's not influence other people but inspire mm. it's how you can inspire that. others to support you because I mean, you can either end up as two poor people still down in the den or you have this great idea and you start working towards something great. Uh, and that's all it takes is just those few little words to say, yeah, I believe in you, mate. Let's do it. And, you know, and not feeling like you're going to be left behind because I think a lot of people think if I support you, somehow that's going to take away from my success. So I can't support you. Um, openly that can be as simple as mm. uh, you may have an online business you've got all these friends that are great you go and put up your post about your own business that you're going to do and uh, yet they'll save and buy Louis Vuitton and all of these things but they can't support and share a post of your own business and you're a friend you know so I've always found that as well that that was always quite an interesting concept how mm. people uh, find it difficult to really show real support and for me you know what support is 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 action it really is is. action it really it really really is and I think you know I want to add to that is um you know that piece on on ego like wearing that mask where it's Mm -hmm. like being when you're when you're in ego it's so easy to drop into a scarcity mindset um yeah yeah, yes and um, like like you said when we we work collectively together as a team um that manifests into something way bigger than if you were doing it by yourself exactly and you know ego is something that i i really admire ego it is Mm. something that it has a place interesting and yeah um i've learned with ego that ego and what i found to be true in my own life experience is that ego has a place it has a purpose. We're never given things that aren't supposed to be there. Um, and ego has a position um, and a use. Um, so, for example, I use my ego, especially uh, like even in times like this, like this is my first time ever doing a podcast. Um, I felt real nervous, you know, but my ego helps me get across the line and say, oh, you can do it. you got this. Um to present and speak in front of people my ego is what I draw on to help me cross that line um, of the unknown and not to be afraid and but one thing that I think everyone needs to be mindful of and remember is that ego is not supposed to be in the driver's seat it's mm. it's kind of like co-pilot that you can use you can invite them from out of the boot <laughs> or out of the back seat 
to come and sit in the front passengers to help guide or support you and where you're going, but they cannot jump behind the steering wheel because uh, I think if your ego is what's driving your vehicle or your vessel, uh, it's a sure way to um, a real, real sad outcome and a sad ending, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, if, if you're in, if you're letting ego run the driver's seat, you're never going to be in uh, a place of authentic happiness, are you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yes. Oh, yes. So how do we, um, how do we start to have this good communication, you know, with the ego? Um, Because for me personally, uh, my truth is I'm still, I think I'm still like learning in that space. Like, see, I love what you're saying and I've heard other people say that. For me, I'm like, because I've gone from a place where perhaps I had zero ego happening and then way too much and I thought I was like the best thing in the universe. So I needed to be knocked off my pedestal just speaking my truth. I'm sure there's someone else out here that's like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I, I um, did like, that too. You know, when it comes to ego, the first thing to get real clear about is what is your intention? Yes, intention. Yes. Intention yeah, I is, is the very, very first point. What is your intention? And mm. your ego be a um, supporter in achieving whatever or helping carry your intention across. Um, but okay. it's definitely not the deliverer. <laughs> okay, so I love that. I love yeah. that. So it's a, it's um, – it's the intention and it's definitely not the deliverer. We don't deliver yeah. with ego. Yeah, it, exactly. It's not about del- it, it, the message will be very, very different delivered in ego mm. um, from a place of, you know, the, where the ego abides. But it does have a, a purpose or it does, you can utilize it in a way where um, it can help you succeed because it does. It is that part that tells you, get up, you've got this. They don't mean, you know, it, it, it helps. Um, what are the words I'm trying to say? It's a, a very distinct part of the narrative. Mm. So it can, it's like the eraser. It can, or um, the autocorrect. Uh, the ego can go in and autocorrect a narrative for you to help the story flow. Whatever narrative you're telling yourself, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, the ego will jump in and erase that and go, you can so do this, you've got this, you're amazing, you're incredible. You know, you get up there on that stage and start delivering, you've got this. That yes. Is, yeah, that is, that is from this, the place of ego. Um, but that's a real shallow base of ego because ego can also be very, very messy. Um, yes, but I love but what you're I mean, saying. I think yeah, it's important yeah. to um well, Look to, at Beyonce. You know, look at Beyonce. She uh, shared what ego looks like for her. So when you meet Beyonce herself and you see her, she's very quiet. She's an introvert. She's, you know, she loves being with family. She, she's not this, she's not Sasha Fierce. Sasha yeah. Fierce is an element of her. Sasha Fierce helps her get her message across, but isn't mm-hmm. actually the Beyonce is. So, you know, you can see it there and what ego can look like in action when supporting uh, an action you're wanting to do. Mm, I love that. I love that. 
Um, so let's let's talk about um, this community that you've created. You know, I just think it's so so beautiful. Um, nourishment is one of my uh, personal. Oh, hey, Bubba, my co-host there, baby Nessie. <laughs> um, nourishment's one of my personal values in life. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So talk to me about how do we nourish, um, you know, what are some other ways that we can really nourish the collective? Oh, this is, oh, I love this. Um, okay, there's so many ways. Now, when it comes to nourishing, what is nourishment? So nourishment to me, is this unconditional support. It is a, mm. it is a way to feed another person um, from what I, can, what I have to offer. So to nourish somebody, and especially with knowledge, it's nourishing a person with knowledge and experience to help build them up. Um, when, so in our culture, in the Māori culture, uh, we have a thing called ukaipo, which is breastfeeding. And breastfeeding in our culture is where we nourish a person and we hand down uh, everything from sustenance to knowledge, intrinsic knowledge, which passes through breast milk. And apparently science, there's actually a name for that, that they've got it. And I can't remember what it's called, but there's this actual real thing about it um, around the importance of that and nourishment. Now, we can nourish people in many different ways. So uh, definitely support. Uh, to embrace, enhance, and empower. Those are our, they're called the three E's of Kaido. Mm, Embrace, empower, yeah. And that really is our nourishment um, guideline. So we, um, we, embrace, uh, we embrace all people, no matter what your creed, your history, your whatever. If you're ready to make a change, and we're here to help with that. Mm. But, um, so that's the embracing part. Then to enhance um, a person is to feed them with knowledge. So knowledge, where what I've found to be true in my own experience is that knowledge, its purpose is to remedy or ail the pain. So what I mean with that, it's um, it, it, knowledge really does, its purpose is to alleviate pain. So if you're hungry, for example, to alleviate that pain of hunger, you learn to cook. You learn to get food and Mm. you end up gaining that knowledge to alleviate that pain of hunger. So, And the more knowledge you have, the more pain you can alleviate from others. Wow. Okay. I just want to, we need to just repeat that quickly. Um, Can you repeat that, that what you just said, that last sentence? Oh, yes. So knowledge, the purpose of knowledge is to alleviate pain. Yeah. So, yeah. Write that down, people. You better have a freaking notepad while you're listening to this podcast because that right there, boom, mm-hmm. boom, that is so powerful. That is so powerful, Pat. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. It really is. That's what, it's, that's what the purpose mm. of knowledge is. I say knowledge is power. Knowledge is purpose. And because wow. I think power, it, it gives it this kind of egotistical kind of vibe to it where you're mm. your own almighty, when really what it does is it gives you more purpose because you have more ways of alleviating pain and suffering from others. So, yeah, that's, that's my kind of thing on, um, on nourishment. So the more knowledge you have, uh, you're able to feed people. I love that. 
I love that. I love that so much. And um, I think, you know, a question that I have around, um, first of all, I, I just want to acknowledge the embracing part. I think that's, a, oh, yeah. that's, you know, such a momentous step for people that perhaps are sitting in the negative space of ego um, or scarcity mindset. Um, really, you know, embrace all people and, and really it's a choice to see the humanity in others. It is. It, you, know, you know, this is how I see it. Every single person that has come into my life has been a teacher to me in one way or another. Yes. I, whether it's a positive one or a negative one. Either way, it's a lesson, which is both positive for me. Mm. And what I've found to be true from that is if you, say, discriminate, if you've got issues with certain groups of people, whether it's the way they look or the way they act or who they choose to love or whatever, what you're actually doing is you're cutting yourself short. You're actually cutting yourself off from a teacher that could teach you something you would never learn anywhere else. And so the more embracing you are to people, the more you get to learn, the more the universe starts to unfold itself to you because you're not putting barriers up. And to remember that when you discriminate, it purely is a self-made barrier that you've chosen to create for yourself. Mm. Mm. And I love, um, you know, and again, like adding to this like whole duality. So there's, uh-huh. there's also that, um, you know, don't create these barriers where you can get a, get a lesson, um, but, but boundaries as well. So mm-hmm. talk to me how boundaries, healthy boundaries fits into that. And I guess let me share a personal story. So uh, as you guys know, like you, you know Pat and, of course, the listeners here know because baby Nessie is my new co-host. Um, I am breastfeeding, right, and I have had a couple of people try to provide me with breastfeeding advice um, and I've already sought advice and I have three children and they have been parents for, say, a month. So how do we, um, you know, still come from a place of of love and, um, you know, when we're, you know, what's the, what's the lesson, what would be the lesson there? Because obviously I've got quite a, quite a bit of knowledge here um, uh-huh. and I'm not gaining any additional knowledge that's being provided to me. How do we know when to provide advice and knowledge and when not to? Like how do we, I think that's yep. something important to discuss. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's a great question. I think first of all, um, it's it's really about what the intention is. Like, so sometimes some people do try and find validation somewhere else. Mm, okay, yeah. Even from, even from a place or a person that may not even know that they're actually um, being used as a as a means to validate something totally different. So, to what they're actually asking. When it comes to uh, breastfeeding, it is to the individual. You, like for you, Jess, you know your body better than anybody else. You have an instant connection with the child that chose you to come through. So you would know 
what's best. You feel it instinctively. Um, when it comes to other people, now all they can do is just share an opinion. Um, mm. You can't actually give a lesson to somebody on their own body uh, because you, it's not your body. You don't know how it goes, and we all know that all bodies are different, like all trees are different. Yes, yes. And I guess it's deciding on, you know, is this nourishing? Like, is this is this knowledge nourishing? You know, the, actually from the receiver's part, it, how nourishing is this for me right now? What, exactly. what lesson is actually being taught here? Yeah, and, and what are you actually trying to teach me? Are you trying, are you providing me, this is the question you asked, are you providing me with advice or are you trying to tell me something? But mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's all. And that kind of conversation. And the way to do it. And you can say "shut up" with love. I'm like, oh, shut up. No. <laughs> um, you know, piss off. Or because um, that's it with love. Because you're not angry on your end. You're just saying, "Hey, look, no, that doesn't work for me." But thank you. Um, in, in your own kind of way. But really, uh, you know your body better than anybody else. And you've got the connection with your baby, of course. Like, I mean, my wife is still breastfeeding now and our daughter's one. And, you know, she's only been breastfed and, you know, now she's on solids, the teeth are coming through. Mm, and yeah. <laughs> but she breastfeeds as well. And, I mean, for her, she she's comfortable. She knows exactly how to do it. She, she knows what's right for both ends, uh, for her and baby. Um someone could come up and, and say to her, hey, look, you, should be, you shouldn't be breastfeeding her now. She should be on formula. Mm. We've had that before. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, Charles just tells them to piss off, you know, or shut up. But it is said with love as well. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the piece too is to, uh, you know, the deliverer, like you said, the deliverer should, you know, the deliverer should be love, not ego. So if we're always coming from a place of love. Exactly. Yeah. Are you really concerned about the nourishment and the well-being of my child or are you just trying to tell me something else? Mm. Interesting. That is so interesting. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to me? Oh, well. I understand love. Love is ev at the core of everything. Now, I know I always reference back to my culture because this is where I've learned this. That my culture mm -hmm. as was my first teacher. It, I, it's, it was never about getting people to teach me my culture. It was about my culture teaching me. Mm. You know, so I say that. Don't teach me my culture. Let my culture teach me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> And love is at the core of every single thing we do as beings here. It is in our language. It is in the way you speak. It's at the very heart of everything that we do. And even Mother Earth, I mean, because we're all connected, you see. Yeah. We aren't human beings on planet Earth. We are part of planet Earth. We are part of everything here. Um, yeah. We're not above it. We're not below it. We're with it. Um. And nature shows us the same way as well. Uh, it's all love. Like even yes. when the tides move or the sun and the moon, um, earthquakes, it's all, we can say, oh, this isn't a very nice place, you know. It's not about being nice. 
there's love at the heart of it. The soil moves so that everything can move. Oh, uh, the oceans, the oceans, you know, the, the tides flow and ebb so that everything else can, it, it replenishes everything underneath the ocean floor. You know, all these things, they're all connected. Mm, I, I agree so much. I agree so and, much with that. And love for me is something, it is the fuel of the intelligence, I believe. Mm. Love is the intelligence of the universe. It's it's the wow. intellect. Because, I mean, they say love is blind and all of that kind of thing, but it it's also can make you see clearer than anything else. Um, yeah. yeah. I believe that love is, for me, love is the intellect of the universe. And that's what keeps us so intimately connected to every single thing around. Absolutely. And I feel like, um, you know, it, love is a co-creation. Like we're all co-creating um, something yeah. around yeah. us. Every single day, every single second, we're co-creating something. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Wow. I just, you know, I'm always so inspired when I hear you speak. Um, I love your, um, I just want to take time to acknowledge your um, your humility, your authenticity, and just honestly your pure unconditional love for just community in general, whoever you are. You love everyone and and I, um, you know, really hope to be a mirror of you um, in, in your, the way that you express love. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you already are. <laughs> oh, so, so beautiful. Oh, there is so much that we can discuss. And, um, you know, I really hope to um, get back over there very soon um, and, you know, you and I can co-create something yeah Yeah, absolutely and um I just want to thank you for coming on and taking the time to to be here and to drop that wisdom I think so many people are going to benefit from this um and you're always welcome back as well (laughs) P.S. so much yes um, thank you for all your wonderful words and what we've been talking about and yeah definitely well I'll see you around anyway um, yeah of course of course but before we go before we go I have a final segment that you must answer Okay. So I have four questions. Um, so I always finish the each episode, each interview off with these four questions. Okay. Yeah. So question number one, and they're called the final fours, and you'll understand in a moment why. Okay. Question one is, what is your definition of spirituality? Definition of spirituality. Uh Total acceptance of one's authentic self. Wow. Beautiful. Question two. If you can ask uh, the powers that be, so that could be God, Mother Earth, um, you know, whatever that is for you. If you could ask one burning question and get an answer, what would that be? Um, I'm going to question, oh, um, why me? 
<laughs> that's hilarious. Why me? Why you? Oh, that's interesting. I feel like you're going to be receiving answers. Like you're always receiving answers to that. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Um. So the uh the next question, um, mm-hmm. is. Oh, I'm trying to memorize. Remember my questions now. Um. Oh yeah. There we go. Question number three. Um. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, I don't believe in the concept of death. What I what I do feel, and it, and it is totally just a theory, but what I feel that happens is we just change. Everything mm. changes its form. Whether, you know, when if I was to see an iceberg outside and think, and then a sunny day happens, it melts, and I think, where's it gone? And it, it's evaporated and turned into clouds. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's just transformed. Or the same with a caterpillar and a butterfly. The caterpillar can fly back and see the as a butterfly can fly back and see the caterpillar but the caterpillar doesn't have the comprehension to understand what the butterfly is so it doesn't really see it it just passes by all the time um so i just believe that we change Mm, beautiful all right and here's the lucky last one so this one is fill in the blanks Mm -hmm. so pat made me feel amazing pat taught me Love. Pat was always. Happy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I have so much love for you and, and also, you know, your passion, your passion um, for Te Reo Māori and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. for your culture, our culture. Um, You're actually really inspiring me. I mean, like you said, um, our culture teaches us. Um, yes. You know, even though I'm, you know, been born and raised here on the Gold Coast in Australia, um, I still feel so connected and I'm connected. always, yeah, and I'm even though I may not, um, you know, have everything down pat, for me that's exciting because I get to constantly be in this state of learning, um, yes. you know, learning the and, language and, and connecting deeper. Yes, and you know what, you feel it because it's true. Yes. It's authentic and it is yours to, uh, to, to learn. It is a part of who you are. It is a, it is a part of who makes you, who, who you are made up of. That's yes. what that is. And it's the call through that. You, you don't just pop up out of thin air. Um, <laughs> you are the outcome of generations and generations of amazing people that work very hard that, you know, lived and walked this earth, you are the physical manifestation of that. And like Oprah says, you know, I come, I stand before you tonight um, as one, but I come as 10,000. That is exactly what it is. I mean, we don't even own, you don't even own your own looks. You didn't choose those looks. They were given to you by those who came before you. Yeah, that's one of my favourite quotes. And I feel that. I feel that connection. Um, Like I have an auntie, like, who has passed on. And um, her name's Jacinta, but we called her Auntie Dolly. So she's Auntie Dolly. But she was the leader of the tribe and she was just such an educator and so powerful and just just filled with just pure love. Yeah, it and, is. Yeah, and I feel, you know, I feel that, you know, I'm not just coming as one. I feel I'm like, yep, yeah, she's right there um, with me. Like I can, I channel that. 
exactly. in what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, it's about the collective and when you, when you drop into intention and you discover, Oh, I am just here to be, you know, to be me, but we're all here mm-hmm. to be of service in some way, shape or form. Yes. And that is the greatest thing. Find something that you are passionate about that can serve others. There you will find purpose. There is where your purpose lies. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. And uh, I have a I have a new segment which I'll have to get you to come on to, which is um, we're going to just start doing some Facebook lives with past guests and diving deeper into oh, cool. some of the topics. Yeah. And what I uh, I'm going to set myself a little challenge here is to make sure that I actually. I know it, but I don't have the confidence to say it very well. I feel like I don't, I don't pronounce it very well, but my fucker papa as well. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So next time we're on together, I will, I will say mine as well. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, having me on today. It really is. It really means a lot. And um, it's always great catching up. I know. I know. So much love for you. And um, like you said, it's all about, the collective it's about us coming together and this is what this podcast is and to anyone who's listening to this right now I hope this is inspiring you to um, to take inspired action to create change through conversation and to really start investing in nourishment for uh, for others exactly and I'm gonna I'm gonna close with one last thing that I want to say that I want to share about us from Kaidua is that we have always been about the collective and we believe in collective impact and we move mm. with collective intelligence. Wow. So that's our thing. That's how we roll. It's all about collective intelligence. We all feed into it. And there you go, guys. <laughs> it's all about collective intelligence. And um, before you go, Pat, how can people um, connect with you and follow your mission and support your mission? Oh, yeah, you can find me. I'm probably darting all over social media. Um, you can find uh, our platform called Kairua, which is K-A-I-R-U-A. And you'll see a handsome guy on, a, on the picture in a white T-shirt <laughs> that says Kairua with, his, um, with some of his team members on there in black. And, uh, you know, there's yeah, over 42,000 um, members we've got in that platform alone. Uh, but you can check us out there and you can also um, see me on Facebook on, at Patrick Salmon. Salmon spout like the fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so good, brother. Um, and, I, guys, I highly recommend, um, you know, if this is resonating with you, um, to, to follow, to support this mission of spreading collective intelligence and nourishment. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Practically Spiritual Podcast. I cannot wait to bring the next guest on. If you have any guest requests or recommendations, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram on the handle at Jessica Palmer Official or send me through an email at jessicapalmerofficial at gmail.com. Perhaps you have an inspirational story or an important message or gift that you know that you need to share with the world. I would love to hear from you. If this podcast, this transmission has impacted your life in any way at all, I would love to know. So feel free to connect, send me an email, DM me, tag, 
share all the good stuff. I can't wait to hear from you. Keep striving, keep thriving.